Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, she's right about that. All of it. I am Pat Gray. Welcome to it. Great to have you here with us. Uh, Don't forget, we now do even more for you. Even more. We just continue to give and give and give. Pat Gray Overtime, all you have to do to sign up and to be able to enjoy it every single day is go to blazetv.com slash pat and enter the promo code pat you'll get $10 off mm. your yearly sub. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And you'll get uh, to enjoy overtime and not just this overtime, but uh, Steve Dace's overtime, Chad Prather's, uh, all of the Glenn stuff, you know, including the Wednesday night uh, TV show. Yeah, there are a lot of shows <clears throat> that uh, are produced by Blaze TV that you'll have access to. So. Over 4 million. Is that right? Yeah. Well, give or take. Like 4 million like individual shows? Yeah, well, give or give or take. Like, how much are we giving or taking? Uh, like a couple uh, shows. Like 3,999,000-ish. So give or take. Yeah, give or take. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So a uh, <laughs> lot of liberal angst yesterday on Twitter. Yesterday. Oh, my. was a beautiful, beautiful day, and April 25th should be remembered in history. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you missed it somehow... Elon Musk uh, did, in fact, purchase Twitter. It it went through. They accepted the offer, and he is now the proud owner of a Twitter. Of a Twitter. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, wow, people were crazed over it. It was a sight to behold. It was quality <clears throat> entertainment yesterday. Yep. Uh, we can go through some of these tweets. We've got uh, we. We compiled a few of them, mm-hmm. I think seven of them, from Harry Kunzru. I don't know. Who knows? These if people. Musk buys Twitter and puts Trump back on it, put back puts Trump back on here, it's really going to reduce my quality of life. Oh, no, Harry. Is it? <laughs> from Houston, a person, apparently, Radio Houston. Okay. Twitter won't be safe for LGBTQ plus people under Elon Musk. Oh, God. How do you figure that? What are you talking <laughs> I about? No, man. We also have this genius, Adrian Lawrence Esquire. Oh. Uh, with the news of Elon Musk possibly buying Twitter, do you think there's another billionaire or tech bro out there creating a new platform in hopes of luring soon to be former Twitter users? Oh, they should start Air America Social. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Because <clears throat> Air America works so well. That was good, right? Uh huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jennifer uh, Mercica. When an oligarch buys a communication platform to distribute right wing propaganda, that's not democracy. Holy crap. I mean, <laughs> you, these people are so insecure, they can't oh. stand oh, they having cannot. to battle out the ideas on the. Uh, their ideas against ours. They can't do it. Yeah, and I mean, it's proven time and time again. That was the Air America reference. They cannot defend their points of view, and so now they're ter- taking their ball and running. Nikki Fink, so if and when, well, he, he it was yesterday, Elon Musk takes control of Twitter and turns, in, turns it into a malevolent mouthpiece. <laughs> Where should Democrats and progressives go for free speech on social media? An existing site, or do we start our own? Start your own. Yeah, who cares? I I don't care what you do. Get out of our face. That'd be great. Axios, the world's richest man. Someone who used to be compared to 
Marvel's Iron Man is increasingly behaving like a movie supervillain, oh. commanding seemingly unlimited resources with which to finance his mischief mischief making. Okay. Hey, I mean, they're so uh, oppressive in the way they would govern things. Mm-hmm. They love the fact exactly. that you know we're the ones who had to bear that br- the brunt of the rage of Twitter because. Mm-hmm. No conservative speech could be allowed there. Mm-hmm. And now, even the thought that the thought, maybe yeah. it will happen where they have conservatives as well as liber- liberals on it, and everybody can speak freely, oh, that just terrifies them. Yeah, and by the way, uh, big trending today is how to delete your Twitter account. And also, um, there is a thread out there with a bunch of people who work at Twitter who are basically crying that, hey, I'm going to need a job. Um, Good. Can you employ me? I can't stay here under Elon Musk. I don't know. Do we have any more uh, of those tweets? Oh, okay. Today on Twitter feels like the last evening in a Berlin nightclub at the twilight of Weimar, Germany. Shut up, Jeff Jarvis. <laughs> these, Jeez, these babies. so dramatic. David Levitt, if Elon Musk successfully purchases Twitter... It could result in World War III and the destruction of our planet. Is he being serious? I don't know. I wonder man. if that's just making fun of everybody. I don't know. He's a liberal, so I don't know. He's tweeted like that before. Lila Sturgis, I don't want to leave Twitter, but it seems a given that if Musk buys it, it will become completely uninhabitable for trans people and lots of other people. I, I, these, okay, so Elon finally... What has Elon done to anybody to uh, make them think he's anti-trans he's, or LGBTQ? Exactly. Exactly, Pat. So he addressed them. I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. Hmm. Yeah, thank you for mm-hmm. that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the uh, <clears throat> Twitter headquarters to become a homeless shelter like he had... Uh, <clears throat> Mentioned as a possibility, if you'll recall. Uh, oh, Sean right. King. Oh. Sean King, the pretend black man who's white. Yes. He's white. Uh-huh. At its root, Elon Musk wanting to purchase Twitter is not about left versus right. It's about white power. <laughs> the man was raised in apartheid by a white nationalist. He's upset that Twitter won't allow uh, white nationalists to target and harass people. What are you talking That's about? That's his definition of free speech. What? I, what are you talking Unbelievable, man. Oh, it, it, like I said, it was a sight to behold yesterday. And by the way, Sean King has uh, since deleted his Twitter account. Good. Bye-bye. Good. Sean King. <laughs> How does he even have any credibility at all? He pretended to be a black man in the NAACP running a local chapter of the, I think, Spokane's. Wasn't it Spokane's NAACP he was one of the heads of? It's just unbelievable. Yeah, that was Rachel Dolezal, so another fake black person. Was in Spokane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean King's from somewhere else. But pretending still, Mm -hmm. I guess, Mm -hmm. to be black when everybody knows he's not. He was birthed, by the way, by two white parents, so that was kind of miraculous if he came out black. (laughs) I don't know. That's really something. Uh, like he and Rachel were ahead of the curve, though, on on identifying. Weren't they though? As something they're not. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Mm, mm, mm. That is pathetic. What a bunch of babies and hypocrites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's literally they they can't mm. stand the thought of being 
not only challenged. Ex- exposed to views that they disagree with, uh-huh. but the very idea of defending their own ideas. They can't. It, they can't handle that thought. They just can't. <laughs> I loved it. Senator Elizabeth Warren also chimed in. Mm, good. She's good, too. <laughs> this deal is dangerous for our democracy. Well, that's fine because we don't have one. Uh-huh. So how could it be a danger to something that doesn't exist? Billionaires like Elon Musk play by a different set of rules than everyone else, accumulating power for their own gain. We need a wealth tax and strong rules to hold big tech accountable. Mm. Really? Mm. Huh. How many of those people uh, whining about Elon Musk buying Twitter are driving around on a Tesla right now? Probably a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, by the way, one of the most valuable companies in the world uh, Tesla is such a great company. People respect it so much that it is more valuable than the top nine automakers combined. Now we're up to nine? Nine. Wow. The top nine automakers combined don't equal Tesla. And Tesla has, by the way, 1% of the world's global car sales. <laughs> That's incredible. Just shows you what a well-run, ahead-of-its-time, high-tech company mm-hmm. Tesla is. Yeah. I mean, there are so many cool things about Tesla. You can download improvements that boost your horsepower and your speed and all kinds of things. That's cool, man. You just download it into your car. You don't have to go get a new car for it. So I'm not too familiar with his, <clears throat> the, it's a, the boring company. I mean, are you familiar with that? I mean, that that's his company, another one. Yeah. And uh, so uh, James, uh, one of the padheads, said that the, the boring company is hiring um, here in Texas. He says what looks like to be a prototype of his Hyperloop tunnel system. So the guy is constantly doing cool stuff, man. And innovating. Yeah. Like crazy. I mean, America, the world needs this guy. Please. They say that uh, Twitter vehicles now really do drive themselves like we could go from home to work i mean tesla what did i say twitter twitter (laughs) Twitter just came out with a new line of vehicles (laughs) so uh yeah the Mm. the tesla vehicles apparently can make all the turns now you don't Mm. have to be on a straightaway in fact there's some guy i think he's he's got uh youtube videos of this where he shows his drive to work every day And he just sits there and lets the car do it. I mean, it'll adjust for construction areas. It makes right and left turns, sharp turns, straightaway stuff. It's amazing. Tesla's far and away ahead of her, including Mercedes. So, you know, Elon Musk knows what he's doing. He really does. Mm -hmm. Richest man in the world and a company worth over a trillion dollars. Yeah. And I, I heard that, you know, he gave a speech yesterday. I think he doesn't take full control for six months. Of Twitter? Yeah. So, yeah. but they, they part of the deal, I think, was they locked down any updates or anything. Uh, um, Until he takes over. Uh, yeah. and That makes sense. And, you know, your audience and myself, we were basically testing out uh, the platform yesterday to see. And sure enough, I mean, they, banned accounts were being reactivated. Um, the president back? He's not gonna. He says he's gonna stay on truth. Does he really? His little thing, yeah. Mm. But but you remember during the mm. campaign, I tweeted out just raw C uh, C span footage, 
of Joe Biden touching little girls at these Senate swearing-ins, mm-hmm. and and I got uh, my account got locked until or suspended, whatever, because until of you that. deleted it. Yeah, and yeah. so I retweeted it yesterday, and it still remains up there without any kind of warning. <laughs> I I tweeted out That's that uh, ivermectin cured my COVID. That uh, remains up there. Oh wow, so, the misinformation, right, and disinformation right. you're spewing. So we've been giving it a. Uh, Why are you trying to kill people? We gave the new Twitter a test drive, and so far it's huh. handling very nicely. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so the tw- Twitter is handling as well as Tesla. Yes, apparently. Yes. Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, at the White House, Jen Psaki was asked about Elon Musk buying Twitter. And uh, here's what she had to say. Well, I'm not going to comment on a specific mm. transaction. Uh, what I can tell you as a general matter, no matter who owns or runs uh, Twitter, uh, the president has long been concerned about the power of large social media platforms, uh, what they ha- the power they have over our everyday lives, huh. has long argued that tech platforms must be held accountable for the harms they cause. Uh, he's been a strong supporter of fundamental re- reforms to achieve mm. that goal, including reforms to Section 230, enacting antitrust reforms, requiring more transparency transparency and more. And he's encouraged uh, that uh, there's bipartisan interest in Congress. Uh, in terms of what hypothetical policies uh, might uh, happen, I'm just not going to speak to that. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Good Good idea, really. They're scared. Over on CNN, Brian Stelter wasn't taking the news too well. Look, who knows? I, I think that's, a, a, that's, a, that's a, an example of a broader question for Twitter, which is, mm. if you... Uh, if you get invited to something where there are no rules, where there is total freedom uh, for, for everybody, do you actually want to go to that party <laughs> or are you going to decide to stay home? And that's a question for Twitter users. Some Twitter users might love the idea. That there's going to be absolutely no moderation and no rules at all. <laughs> Others might not want to be anywhere near that. Am I, am I crazy, Matt? No, no, oh, you're yeah. right. And what, yeah, what well, you are. But... I mean, if there's no moderation or little moderation, do the right. advertisers stay away? What does that do to the, yeah. the business prospects for Twitter itself? All I right. think that's very much. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> they are scared. Where are they getting the fact that there's going to be absolutely no restrictions on Twitter? Yes. Uh, Elon hasn't said that. He wants free speech, but he hasn't say he hasn't said you can say absolutely anything you want at any time. Although it should get pretty close to that, mm-hmm. you know, for, free speech should be I don't know freely spoken. <laughs> I think a larger question: Do you want a Brian Stelter at your party? No. I mean, that's kind of the larger no, that's, issue. That yeah. is, it's a, it's a good thought. Ugh. And the answer to that would be Don't go to no. the party, Brian. Yeah. Who's forcing you to go to Twitter? Jeez. Right? Oh, I, I loved this, though. Uh, with all the stuff going on with Twitter yesterday, um, you know, the liberals' worst nightmare, it was actually another great day for, I don't know, just freedom of association. Some atheist has been trying to get Chris Pratt, an uh, open, devout Christian, kicked off of like the marvel franchise uh as star lord right <laughs> mm-hmm. and so he's he so some so this uh, individual tagged james gunn right the director and just mm-hmm. said hey you got to get replace him with this guy blah 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 and he james gunn responded for what because of your made up utterly false beliefs about chris pratt for something that someone else told you about him that's not true chris pratt would never be replaced as star lord but if he ever was, we would all be going with him. I'm telling you, it was mm. a beautiful day for freedom, and it's awesome. It just, yeah, I just, I like to see that. So, I'll what? Throw that in there. Uh, I wonder what it is that was said about yeah, Chris yeah, Pratt exactly. that the guy's got all in his head. Stuff, just because he's Christian, basically, there's just I mean, hate most, campaign against him. Most actors are Christian, 
right? I mean, I don't know that they're devout mm-hmm. or that they practice it, but I think they'd say they're Christ- Christians. It's just a smear campaign Unreal. against somebody that they don't mm-hmm. like their beliefs. And I was just, it was, mm-hmm. it was a breath of fresh air on a day filled with good news on Twitter to see a big time Hollywood director stand up for someone yeah, nice. like that. And yeah, I really appreciated that. That is great. Let me tell you about Omega XL. This also is great. We have 360 joints in our bodies from our uh, down each vertebrae in your back, your arms, your hips, your neck, of course, knees, feet. That's a lot of areas that can go wrong as you age and with daily just wear and tear. That's why I take Omega XL. It's because of the science. When we're young, our bodies produce SPMs, which are nature's way of keeping joints healthy. But... As we age, we don't produce enough of them, which is why uh, I was in pain with my elbow and Omega XL took care of that. Built up in my system and after two weeks, the pain was gone. It really did work for me. And if you've tried a lot of different things, give this a try. It They restore your SPMs, rejuvenate your joints and muscles. And if you leave, just let that go. And don't do anything about it. You could be causing real damage uh, damage to those joints. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. That's where you go to buy one bottle, and they're going to throw in a second one for free. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Or call 800-844-4888. Pat Gray. Uh, here's a story that's been very much undercovered. Uh, apparently, uh, last year, murder of police officers skyrocketed. It increased by 59%. You heard that figure anywhere? I mean, police officers are being killed uh, at a rate that I don't think we've ever seen before, and nobody's even mentioned it. Um. So yeah, we knew crime was up, right? And we know obviously disrespect for officers has been up for the last couple of years at least. Mm-hmm. But I had not heard this stat. I, I hadn't either. Wow. But uh, Christopher Ray said on sixty Minutes, uh, some of it is tied to the violent crime problem as a whole. But one of the phenomena that we saw in the last year is that an alarming percentage of the seventy-three law enforcement officers killed in the line of duty last year were killed through things like being ambushed or shot while out on patrol. They were killed just because they were police officers, he added. Wearing the badge shouldn't make you a target. Now, murder rates in general have been spiking in major American cities the past couple of years. Uh, 2020 saw a 30% increase in murders in the U.S., and Ray blamed the pandemic, repeat offenders, more people deciding to become criminals... And how about the fact that a lot of these criminals are just being released? Man, just go ahead and go. They're let out on bail or their sentences are being commuted. They're just being let go. Yeah. See that all the time. They used uh, the pandemic Mm -hmm. as an excuse. Right. Remember that? Just in mass, we're going to release these. It made no sense at all. Christopher Ray said, and we're seeing an alarming frequency of some of the worst of the worst getting back out on the streets. Yeah, like we were just discussing, we are working very hard with our partners, state and local law enforcement partners, through task forces, task forces all over the country. And 
through surging rapid deployment teams to try to combat violent crime in specific hotspots. Last year, I think we arrested something like 15,000 violent gang members around the country. And part of what fuels us to pursue this mission is our deep conviction that law enforcement's most sacred duty is to ensure that people can live free from their fear in their own homes and neighborhoods. Yeah, and then what do city councils do and state governments? They turn around and defund the police and make it more dangerous for them because they can't do certain things like go out in pairs. They don't have enough officers for that in a lot of places. In a monthly update, the National Fraternal Order of Police recently reported that the number of officers shot in the line of duty in 2022 so far is 46% higher already than last year. And 63% more than in 2020. Jeez. As of April 1st, there have been 101 officers shot in the line of duty so far just this year. Of those officers shot, 17 of them killed by gunfire. There have been 19 ambush style. 19 ambushes of police. These ambush style attacks have resulted in 32 officers shot, five of whom were killed. Jeez. And, you know, you can trace all this back, I think, to uh, what happened after George Floyd was killed in Minneapolis. It's just spiraled out of control since then. And police just aren't safe anymore. It's really it's an incredible problem that we have to shine a light on. Also, a judge has granted a temporary order blocking the Biden administration from lifting Title 42 before May 23rd. So that's the day that they're going to lift it. Mm-hmm. And this judge is just making sure they don't do it sooner than that. Yeah. Another Trump appointee, by the way. Like, to Oh, out. wow. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, the Center for Disease Control announced April 1st that it would terminate Title 42 on May 23rd saying that the order suspending the right to introduce migrants into the United States is no longer necessary due to an increased availability of tools to fight COVID-19. No. Yeah, so just come on in. Even if you have COVID, that's fine. Eh, we'll just we'll give some pills out to people. Whatever. <laughs> that's a good plan. Uh, I think that's, uh, that's really wise. <clears throat> Great decision. <laughs> we applaud the court for approving our request for a temporary restraining order to keep Title 42 in place, Arizona Attorney General Mark uh, Burnovich said, the Biden administration cannot continue in flagrant disregard for existing laws and required administrative procedures. The administration announcement that it would end Title 42 came under fire from Republicans, of course. Uh, and in March, 221,000 illegals. Uh, we're trying to caught trying to cross cross the border, and this is a bipartisan pushback <clears throat> on the Biden administration on repealing this. Uh, Democrats, several, several, are against him on this. Especially, I'm guessing, uh, of border states. Yeah, both of your border Arizona state Democrats senators. Let's see, mm-hmm. Manchin has spoken out. It seems like there's <laughs> been a couple of others, you know, that are interior uh, senators too. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out but uh yes it is we're, we're obviously not going to fully enforce the border uh, at the end of the day no matter what happens here. why would you though uh, why would you it's just what are you a hater yeah, you're I, a xenophobe mm-hmm. you don't want people who look and 
speak differently than you coming into our country? Is that what it is? I can tell you right now <laughs> what this country does not need are more Keith Malinax. <clears throat> so that's not quite mm. accurate to paint me that way. Okay, you don't want, then you don't want people that look right. exactly like want, you. I don't want more Keiths here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's a really good point. I, I don't either. What, what, wait, what? <laughs> what I would like is a sovereign border uh-huh. that's respected by our leadership and uh-huh. protected. You know, uh, since uh, before huh. the sun went down on September 11, 2001, the border should have been locked down. But who am I? Huh. And again, you know, it's the Republican Party that has the perception, I guess, because Democrats keep saying it, that they're so extreme. But nothing could be further from the truth. Actually, Republicans have moderated in many of their views on many different issues, but the Democrats have gone so extreme that that they can't recognize anything to the right of them. Remember Joe Biden back in 1991 on this very topic, the border. We disagree with the president's decision to cut back on our previous commitment to protect against the drugs coming across the border, Mm -hmm. to cut the Customs Service, Mm -hmm. the Coast Guard and the Border Patrol. We think we should do more to stem the flow of drugs across our borders. And we think we should go one step further. Let's go after the drug lords where they live with an international Mm -hmm. strike force. Hmm. There must be no safe haven for these narco terrorists. Mm. And they must know it. Right. Huh. You know, you had that. You had Harry Reid talking about the giveaways to illegal immigrants and how it's unbelievable that that happens. Remember that? Yeah, he was talking about Los Angeles hospitals and how many illegals are born there. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, he was upset. Right. He was pissed. <laughs> uh, they've done a complete 180. All of them. And they used to be somewhat strong on the border, but now they're just for open borders. So it's amazing how how much they have degraded in their stance on the border. But uh, speaking of the border, this is really... Jeez. Ah, this makes me so sad. One of the national, the Texas Army National Guard soldiers protecting the border, uh, Specialist Bishop Evans, assigned to Operation Lone Star, uh, was found after drowning the other day, trying to save illegal aliens. In fact, illegal alien drug smugglers who had uh, fallen into the river, and he was trying to fish them out. 22 years old. Look how young, man. Gosh. I, I go back and forth between Jeez, heartbreak and anger on this story. Yeah. Oh, because, yeah. Because, I mean, that that should have been, that mm. should have never happened. Shouldn't even been in a position. Right. To have to drown saving these guys. I just, it is so tragic. Yep. And, you know, how many border agents are we going to have to lose before something is done? Uh, how many Americans have to be killed by illegal aliens whether it's through drunk driving or violent crimes uh how many rapes have occurred due to and you, you'll say well we've got our own rapists here why you just don't want you're so xenophobic you just don't want people south of the border doing it well right yeah i i don't want anybody south of the border north of the border east or west of it who shouldn't be here in the first place Taking the lives of American citizens. Yeah, those are rapes. Those are murders. Those are drunk driving. That wouldn't have happened otherwise. It would have never happened. Yeah, it's not like somebody volunteers to do the crime that they would have committed had they been here. <laughs> so that's an argument that just, first of all, it pisses me off. Secondly, it makes no sense whatsoever. 
But that's one of the discussions we can hopefully have on Twitter under uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, uh, but I'm really hopeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it was a, it was rejoicing pretty much uh, with conservatives yesterday. Yeah, 4:25. It, it should be a, a day to to celebrate going forward. It should be a freedom of speech. Like I said yesterday, I did a Twitter poll. Let me see uh, what the results are. Uh, should we should we refer to 425 going forward as Freedom of Speech Day or Suck It Snowflakes Day? Um, <laughs> it looks like Suck It Snowflakes is leading 6733. <laughs> Anytime you give them the cool title, they're going to pick that over the other think one. think so? Mm, I think uh, so. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, there you go. April 25th, the day. Suck It Snowflakes. Yeah. I like that. Happy Suck It Snowflakes Day. A day that will live in infamy. That's right. Uh, coming up. We're going to tell you uh, about the war in uh, Russia, some things you need to know about that, the latest on what's going on there. Um, Also, much more on uh, Elon Musk and and his particular plans for Twitter, what he's going to do. The New York Times is apparently very upset with the mask mandate on planes being revoked. How dare they revoke those mandates that came from the government? What are people to do now? We're all going to die if the government can't take care of us every minute of every day and on every flight and on every train. (laughs) We'll get to those and uh, much more coming up on Packer Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Joining us in studio... Mr. Glenn Beck. Hello, Pat. Must mean you're back for your radio show today. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is it is it allergies or it was allergies? It started out thing? as allergies. You know my vocal mm. cords. Um, mm-hmm. So it started out with allergies, and then it just knocked the vocal cords out. Yeah. Uh, I I wanted to talk to you about this article in the Washington Post. Um, it's basically about you calling Democrats <laughs> like Biden fascists. Has always been false, and apparently you called them uh, fascists in your new book. Yeah, twenty-first century fascism says uh, Glenn Beck is resurrecting rhetoric that has long falsely targeted Democratic presidents. How dare you? There's a reason why. I mean, if it's happened over the last ninety. Uh, years over the last right. nine decades, <laughs> yeah. there might be a reason <laughs> a people pattern. keep coming to this conclusion. You think where there's smoke, there yeah, might be fire? There might be. There huh. might be. So yeah. they have a problem with me, and I'm assuming this is from my book. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Joe Biden, 21st century fascism. First of all, 21st century fascism. So let's forget the concentration camps. Although okay. I Although, wouldn't totally yeah, wouldn't put forget a them. <laughs> right. yeah. um, but uh, let's just talk about the definition of fascism. What is fascism? Fascism is when the uh, government takes control, not ownership, Mm-hmm. but forms a public-private partnership with business huh. and tells business and the press, <laughs> not officially because they don't own it, mm-hmm. they just make very strong recommendations. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? That's fascism. As has happened with Facebook and Twitter and on uh, and on and on. Bank of America. And they have the partnership uh, with Pfizer. 
Yeah, they they have public-private partnerships in everything. Mm-hmm. When Donald Trump was called a fascist, a Nazi, uh, Hitler, why? Because he was saying, you know what, you uh, big tech monopolies, you should watch what you're doing because maybe we should shut you down. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. fascist, probably a good definition for talk like that. Right. What are the Democrats saying about Elon Musk and Twitter today? No, he's fascist. Yeah, they're saying he's fascist. Yeah, he is. But they're saying this is horrible for democracy because of free speech. um, And we should shut it down. He should have no place. Mm -hmm. They're all bailing on him. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah, it's unbelievable. When you are telling McDonald's you are going to shut down and you don't tell them directly you tell the banks and the insurance companies to tell them you're going to shut down in Russia. You're going to walk away from the billions of dollars that you have in Russia. And they first say no. And then two days later, they come out and say, um, you know, there's a, a <laughs> reputational risk uh, for McDonald's. And so we are going to close down. That yeah. is fascism. Yeah. So they closed all 700 stores in Russia. Yeah. Yeah, and, all of them. Yeah. And they walked away from all of the billions of dollars. Right. I mean, you've had Jen Psaki admit in front of the mm-hmm. press that they flag social media posts that they find objectionable. She was talking about COVID-19 misinformation. Correct. And that they are, quote, in regular touch with the social media platforms. And those engagements typically happen Public. through members of our senior staff and also members of our COVID-19 team. Public-private partnerships. Mm-hmm. This is fascism. Communism is when you own everything. Right. Okay. Fascism is just when you control it, Mm -hmm. but somebody else owns it. Mm -hmm. Somebody else runs it. But I'm going to make a call. Yeah. And then in a country like the United States, you can say, oh, they're just private businesses doing their thing. You can take it up with them. I I don't want to use this as a quote because I'm not sure if it was Mussolini, Hitler, or both of them. But one of them said, um, uh, he's one of us. When he was talking about FDR, he's one of us. Which is interesting because they say uh, in the article, equally important, Beck is tapping into a deep historical vein of conservative. Thank you. I'm a historian. (laughs) It is deep and historical. Right wing media used remarkably similar and sometimes even harsher rhetoric against Franklin D. Roosevelt in the 1930s. What was right wing media? Was that NBC, CBS or ABC? (laughs) Which one was that? (laughs) I was there anybody who was right wing ever in the media? I mean, in the no, 30s, well, there might have been a little pushback yeah. because it was fairly new what was going on. And it was also the uh, no, there was no pushback in they, they loved fascism. Yeah. The Republicans and the Democrats, the progressives loved fascism. Now, remember, see, this is where they screw it up. They, they could so easily go. Yeah, we were all stupid. We didn't know what fascism led to. Okay, Mm -hmm. but they love it so much, they will always claim they weren't fascistic. Okay, they will always claim that. Why? We know from Time magazine, we know from the Washington Post, we know from the New York Times, they heralded fascism as a new kind of administrative state. Yeah, very true. That would work. Yeah. Okay. They were very pro Germany in the beginning. Yeah, they were pro fascism. Really? Yes. Yes. Very pro-fascism. Didn't mind Hitler. Loved Mussolini. Didn't mind Hitler. And they've 
completely forgotten all of that. Of course, no, that's no, been swept under the carpet. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it, it's interesting to me that they're coming out uh, now against me after what four months of this book on sale. It's been out for a while. They're slow yeah. readers. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that. It must be making an impact. Mm-hmm. It must be making an impact. No I, doubt. I've been interested to see, uh, because my, my thought was, oh, they're saving it for me. They've got something special later for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I've been interested to see, uh, to, to see how quiet they have been, because I know we're dismantling the Great Reset. Uh-huh. We are hurting them badly yeah and they try to make a big deal out of the fact that uh biden's just so innocent build back better plan is that's just all about strengthening the american economy and uh-huh. back turns it into this uh no i i did the world economic forum did yeah uh, i didn't i did i beck how is beck do i'm only quoting yeah. them that's all you did yeah yeah and it's uh it's it's fascinating how this book has i mean this book isn't it the best selling one in quite a while oh yeah yeah if we had more years. copies it would be because book sales be a, have been so bad for everybody yeah 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 for it would be um it would be our biggest book if we had the ability to print like we used to print there's no mm-hmm. paper anymore yeah you know what i mean so you yeah. just can't keep printing but it would be over two million sales now. Thirteen straight weeks. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two million. We, we cannot keep it. It wow. would be two million. Okay. If you had a supply line, supply chain. So is this mostly? It's mostly selling digitally. Uh, biggest think? digital book we've ever done by far. Wow. Um, but no, it's it's selling in hard copy too. But you just can't so get it. So this is the, the most probably since common sense then I would yeah. think, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. congratulations Thank on you. the book and congratulations yep. on being pounded by Washington Post. Thank you. I, I wear that today. as a badge of yeah, honor. Yeah, I really, really do. Nice. You're I hitting do. a nerve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. Thanks, Thanks Glenn. <laughs> uh, guys, what's the first thing you notice when you look at a photo of yourself or you look in the mirror in the morning? Mm-hmm. If you say it's your receding hairline uh, or a bald spot. Yeah. Keeps can help you change that. You don't look over here during these live reads anymore much, do you? No. Yeah. No. I took care of that. You're taking care of it yeah. with keeps, as a matter of fact. Look at that. I've got a flowing mane. Yeah. See? And now I have to comb it. <laughs> See, now you got to think about haircuts that's again. That's frustrating. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've been getting haircuts. That's right. That's a fact. Amazing. <laughs> so two out of three guys experience hair loss before they're 35. Mm. Two out of three? At least I didn't have that. It's taken a while. But uh, do you really want to gamble with your hair? You can flip the odds in your favor and save your hair with keeps. Hair loss can be tough. You see it in your pictures. Your barber points it out. Oh, that's what I hate. Every time I go in for a haircut and they show me the back, and I'm like, ah, wait, what old guy are you pointing at right there? That's not me. Why do you have somebody else's head in that mirror? Uh, so what are you going to do about it? If your plan is a buzz cut, don't shave it save it with keeps keeps has clinically proven fda approved hair treatments available online work for keith uh jason buttrell mm. glenn's chief researcher mm. has used it to great advantage now he's he was just bald on top mm-hmm. and now he's got a lot of hair back there <laughs> back on top of his head so whether you're looking to prevent hair loss stimulate hair growth or take care of the hair you have 
Your Keeps Physician will help you select the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. Really easy. No waiting rooms, no pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost. Half. If those balding jokes are wearing thin, join thousands of guys who have saved their hair. Visit keeps.com slash pat. Get 50% off your first order. K-E-E-P. Keeps. K-E-E-P-S. Keeps.com slash pat. Some tweets here. Uh, Carl Smith tweets, maybe some left-wing billionaire can start their own platform. They could call it Twitter Plus. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. Coffee lover M. Did Elon Musk ask the Mr. Twitter, also known as Pat Gray, for Uh permission before he bought Twitter? Yeah, that's he didn't know. He He did did not not call you? He didn't call me. What? Yeah. Wow, that's rude. Unless he did, and I just didn't check my phone, that's a possibility, too. That's a decision. <laughs> I might have several messages from Elon uh, waiting. <laughs> Pastor Sam tweets, if you're mad about yesterday's events and you don't want your Tesla anymore, I'd be willing to bite the bullet mm. and take yours off your hands for you. Oh, ditto. Just let me know, okay? <laughs> Pete Finnegan, uh, Twitter now has a Tesla feature where the tweets write themselves. Oh, nice. That's great. Okay. Spry Vern Lundquist t- tweets... <laughs> There are only two genders. Twitter test run. Hashtag Twitter test run. Yeah, so, oh, because yeah. he yeah, we're, we're tweeted trying that out we're to trying it out. see if it'll... Okay, that's your there's test... O- there's only two genders. That's your Twitter that's... test run is, is to post that. Yeah, I, I wasn't bold, aware. If pretty that... brave. And see, don't... I mean, keep in mind, he doesn't have control of it yet. He bought it, but <laughs> he's not in there yet. So... Who knows what's going to happen? I want to see if that's a... Uh, in the meantime. Yeah, Twitter test run is actually is trending, trending out there. <laughs> I think... Uh, oh, no, no, I think... No, Vern Lundquist... No, he started it. So he's starting it. You know, okay. Vern is... Uh, these other tweets are old. So, yeah, okay, hmm. well, let's get that started. Hashtag Twitter test run on all of your controversial tweets. Like, there are only two genders. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I mean, what an outrageous statement right. to say that there might only be two genders. Well, Vern's when, old school. Vern's old school. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, the New York Times is uh, pissed off about the mask mandate being revoked on planes. Uh, they write, when the federal mandate requiring masks to be worn on planes and other public transportation crumbled last week. It was not because of lobbying by established trade organizations or the strident calls of Republican lawmakers or even a determination by the CDC that masks were no longer necessary. Instead, the mask mandate's demise was brought about by an unlikely confluence of individuals. Leslie Mnookin, a former Wall Street analyst living in Idaho, who had co-founded an anti-COVID regulation nonprofit, Two Florida women who said their anxiety prevented them from wearing masks and therefore traveling. And a Trump-appointed federal judge who the American Bar Association said was too inexperienced to be appointed to the bench. Oh, well. Well. He made a ruling, so respect it, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) If the ABA said that, it must be true. Uh Wow. I, I didn't realize the peculiar backstory of Judge Mazel's decision offers a window into the sometimes capricious way public health policy in the United States gets made. 
in which a lawsuit filed by a little-known organization that opposes masks and vaccine mandates can upend a rule crafted by doctors and scientists. Welcome to the last 50 years in America on rulings associated with religion. Boy, that's for sure. Oh, God. So the decision to arbitrarily wait two more weeks was crafted by doctors and scientists? Just like, I'm sure, the 15 days to flatten the curve, science was crafted, right? Mm -hmm. Did they use beakers and vials and (laughs) pour over complex formulas and algorithms Uh to craft that brilliant strategy? Uh (laughs) Uh How about the flat-out lies they crafted about (laughs) masks being effective or the vaccine being effective? Mm. And once you're vaxxed, you can't get the, the virus. Did, did they craft that as well for us? Because uh, I'm not that confident in, uh, in what doctors and scientists are crafting right now. Not at all. Uh, Anne Sosen, a public health policy fellow at Dartmouth, mm-hmm. said, I think we're in a perilous moment for public health. Anti-vaccine and anti-masking groups are filling a leadership vacuum. Wow. Mm-hmm. In addition... To a Manukian's organization, other plaintiffs in the case are two women from Florida with the anxiety situation. Uh, plaintiff one, Anna Carolina Daza, who lives in the Tampa Bay area, was hoping to visit her family in Columbia last August, but couldn't imagine doing so if she had to wear a mask. Oh, well, not my problem. That's yours. Right. <laughs> plaintiff two, Sarah Pope, who also lives in Tampa, had a similar concern. She decided not to join her family on a trip to Hawaii. Can you imagine Florida to Hawaii wearing a mask the whole time? Ugh. I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'd be tossed off the plane into the ocean. <laughs> I'd, I'd be somewhere in the Pacific right now because uh-huh. I wouldn't be. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I can't do it. So anyway, they're trying to say that this is uh, uh, just a capricious and dangerous move when the New York Times knows that that stupid little cloth thing, that those surgical masks, were not protecting anybody from anything. Yeah, everybody with half a brain <sighs> has now. Some, some it's taken longer than others. Okay, mm-hmm. some, some new right out of the gate. Some it's taken two years. But most people are like, all right, we're done. Done. I don't care if it works. Right. I'm done. Right. <laughs> right. So, some of us might. Come down with it, but so be it. To the okay? point, because I'm done with this nonsense. Where even Saturday Night Live has, in recent weeks, uh, been doing fun sketches. And we're going to show you one of those fun sketches coming up in a minute. Uh, we ran out of time for it here, but right after the top of the hour, we're going to play this Saturday Night Live sketch that's actually worth watching. Yeah, I, that's that's breaking news in of itself. One of the first in the last fifty years. So uh, twenty. <laughs> I don't know, man. Have they been funny since their inception? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, the early 90s sure. was the well, golden yeah, they, age. It was pretty good in the 90s. All right, we'll get to that. Coming up, Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray. A couple tweets here. Uh, Sarah the Roma tweets. 425 which is yesterday, almost as deadly as January 6th, Twitter's very own insurrection. (laughs) Jailbird tweets, only the left can call their opponents fascist. Didn't you get the memo? Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, Proud American tweets, democracy is just one step above and one small slip away from anarchy. Which is why we don't have a democracy. Uh, In fact, I don't think there's, you know, democracy is majority rule. I don't think there's a nation ever who has empowered their minorities as much as we have. Can you think of anybody who has listened to 0.7% of the population as much as we have? They have essentially changed our entire civilization. I I mean, the trans population is really kind of in control of this country right now. You can't talk about women. You can't define a woman. You can't say women are pregnant and men don't have menstruation issues. I mean, you can't supposedly say any of those things or mean any of those things we have bent over backwards till we've broken in half over minorities so i would think that the left would not want majority rule they sure talk about democracy all the time as if it's a uh as if it's a good thing triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three we were just uh talking about the uh, mask situation and the new york times is all worried about the fact that a judge overturned the mask mandate telling you you must wear a mask on a plane well a few weeks ago even saturday night live (laughs) tackled this issue they had a what turned out to be a fairly funny sketch about couples out to dinner trying to have a conversation about masks check this out guys guys this is supposed to be fun isn't there something happy we can talk about no no we started this and we need to finish it david go make sense of this please oh uh okay well i think the biggest mistake the administration made was not providing more testing but the uk had done tons of testing and had even more covid Good. At least Biden finally sent out all those tests over Christmas. You mean the two tests for a family of eight that froze in the mail? Okay, well, at least we have the CDC. I mean, they haven't always been perfect, but the science changed. How does science change? When I make a mistake at work, I don't get to say the science changed. (laughs) (laughs) At least we had outdoor dining. Oh, you mean when they built a smaller restaurant in the street? How is that outdoors? Oh, my God. Look, I went to a child's birthday party, self-careful, and they did gymnastics in masks. Don't. And then they went into another room and took off their masks to eat pizza. This is the end of me. So did they really need the mask? Oh, no. Did any of us ever need... The mask. No! <laughs> wow. Ha. Huh. Good stuff, huh? You believe that? <laughs> I can't believe that. Oh. Wow. Now, that was a couple of weeks ago because uh, I barely know Saturday Night Live exists anymore. I can't remember the last time I sat down and watched Saturday Night Live. I bet it was 1992 or three. I watched the Somewhere e- in there. Elon Musk post episode uh, last may oh and did you every was... single skit was horrible, horrible. Mm-hmm. i sat through that whole stupid thing they're oh. just not they're not funny no. i mean that was ki- kind of yeah, funny it was good. Y- you know and they they Their made conclusion, some observations i think it was more stunning than funny it, it was you know? right that they came to that at yeah. the end
yeah, I, you just don't expect that from SNL. Uh, so, refreshing. Yeah. That's yeah, a little bit refreshing. Keep it up. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning... <laughs> Yeah, went to to the wire at the yeah. White House. They were there were they were at the White House yesterday. Yeah, they're the champions, you know. And yeah, they won the uh, NHL. Was it? It was Stanley last year. Cup. Yeah, last two years, and so they finally got around to making uh, the visit there. Yeah, they beat the Stars uh, huh. two years ago here. Okay, uh, in that shortened season. How about Anyhow, that? So uh, there you so, go. They went there. They were, and... they were at the White House yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, Biden was, of course, in top form Ugh. as usual. I want to thank Commissioner. Gary Batman and for being here as well. Wait, and, Gary uh, Batman is at the, the commissioner? Risk of stating the obvious here. <laughs> it's a pretty good time. Yeah. I want to thank Commissioner Gary Batman and for being Batman. here as well. And uh, it's, uh, at the risk of stating the obvious that here. That player behind him is pretty good time. Is, uh, Gary Batman. Victor Hedman. And as, uh, <laughs> as, as somebody said on Twitter, he is all of us. Victor. <laughs> Because so, he refers to Gary Bettman has been the commissioner of hockey literally for, it's got to be 30 years now. Hey, Gary Batman. Batman. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I just I want to I wanna thank the commissioner, Gary Batman, and uh, his assistant, Commissioner Tommy Robin. Tommy Robin. Yeah. And, All right. And, and so Batman and Robin run the nhl the national hockey league yeah okay huh that's that's great learn something new every day <laughs> uh, just the worst it's funny and it's funny that the what's his name victor something victor or other Hedman, yeah victor Hedman, uh actually <laughs> I laughed the, at him for I it <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> he's looking around like he's in school like you, you, <laughs> like, you guys get that this guy's he a just called batman batman what a dummy <laughs> Hey, guys, 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 next time we're in an event with uh, the commissioner, let's call him Batman. <laughs> let's just do that. Let's what do you want to bet they did? Oh, yeah, they I'll will. I'll bet they, they did. Will. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> that will happen. Uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi reportedly said, I love this, in a new book that has been released, or it's going to be released in early May, uh, she said former President Barack Obama is jealous of Joe Biden. Oh, Two New York Times reporters, Alexander Burns and Jonathan Martin, will be releasing their book on May 2nd titled, This Will Not Pass, Trump, Biden, and the Battle for America's Future. In the book, the authors say that Obama has complicated feelings about Biden being president. (laughs) Nancy Pelosi, who spoke regularly with the former president, came away from her conversations with Obama during this period with a matter-of-fact diagnosis. She told a friend... Obama is jealous of Biden, according to the book. The book also alleges Biden told his advisor that Obama is upset with the coverage of his administration, saying it has been painted as more transformative than Obama's presidency. So basically what it comes down to then is that Biden is destroying America at an even faster rate than Obama did, and he can't take it. (laughs) So he's jealous of Biden because Biden has done more damage than Obama was able to do. I think your conclusion is absolutely accurate. <laughs> That's it. He tried his damnedest to destroy this country and he didn't quite get the job done. Yeah. And Obiden and Biden, oh Biden, mm-hmm. seems to be finishing off 
everything Obama started. And we've made that observation before. Sure. He is finishing what Obama started. And you recall, you know, we played the clip of Obama saying he would love to have a third term where he could just kind of mm-hmm. whisper in the ear of the president and get everything yep. he wants done, which of course you know is happening. He's just oh, but the fact without that question. he's not getting the credit for it, Obama. And he's such a narcissist that he can't handle this. And I yes. wonder, even odds, that between now and when Obama is dead and gone, so you know, 30, 40 years, whatever, he's going to be giving an interview, and somehow he's going to make a reference. He's going to allude to questions around the 2020 election because he can't stand the fact that the old man Biden has, what, how many more million votes than he did? Because remember, the most popular president of all time, Joe Biden, 81 million votes. I think it's about 10 million more. 10 million more. And yeah. that eats at Obama because he you know can't it does. say anything. You're right, because he's such a narcissist. He he can't handle that. Uh, I, I think that's absolutely true. And I don't I don't think he likes even if he even if Biden hadn't gotten more votes than Obama did, right. I still think it would gnaw at him. The fact that Biden did ascend to the presidency, because I don't think he believed that could ever happen. I mean, like he said, uh, never underestimate the the ability of Joe Biden to f things up. Mm-hmm. And now that same guy is in the same seat that he was in. Yeah, that galls him. You know it does. Yeah. So we we already have established that he mm-hmm. doesn't like Biden. We've mm-hmm. established that Biden is doing more damage than Obama did in a shorter <laughs> yes. period of time, and mm-hmm. we also have the more votes. Whether legit or not is irrelevant. The the number is attached to Biden, not Obama. Obama, I'll bet he does resent him a great deal. He resents he had the dig Joe Biden. At the White House thing. Yep, my vice president. Yeah. Uh huh. And then he went on to completely ignore him when tag multiple along, times tag along Joe was trying to get his attention, and Obama knew he was there, just completely back turned, ignoring him. I love that one scene where. Obama is standing in a circle of people and he's talking to them and Joe continues to call out to him and he's and you can see he's talking right to Obama and Obama doesn't even turn around to look at him literally a high school moment to the point where he comes up and puts his hand on his shoulder (laughs) and says Barack Barack And Obama still doesn't turn around. And then the, the masses are all around Obama. And Joe's wandering completely disconnected from the group. If, in fact, uh, Rob, if you can find that, sure, I'd, sure I'd love to see that again as we uh, talk about even more on those wacky uh, Bidens. <laughs> Hunter Biden sent an email to his brother's widow, Haley, uh, pressuring her. To get an HIV test yeah. as their relationship deteriorated in July of 2018, about a month before he fathered a child uh, with another woman, with the stripper. And uh, so that I, I think that was the final nail in the coffin of their relationship. Mm-hmm. In an email titled, you need to get tested for HIV, Haley. In all caps. <laughs> so he's yelling it. He's screaming it at her. It was obtained by Fox News Digital. Hunter demanded that uh, she get tested for HIV and inform him of the results that day. Oh, my gosh. This guy's such a douchebag. Oh, God. The email also accused Haley of turning Hunter's niece against him. 
and called on her to seek serious long-term professional help. What a beautiful family, the Bidens. Aren't they, though? They're a good group right there. You need to inform me on the result. (laughs) Today, Hunter wrote at the time, I'm getting tested today. I've been sick, scared, and you hung up on me. Oh, no. The love you give is so disturbing. (laughs) I love you, even when you're cruel. Aw. And then on all caps, get tested and tell me the results (laughs) today. I love you. Now get tested for an STD. (laughs) That is love right there. Oh, yeah. That screams love. (laughs) That is. uh, It's. You can't make this up. No. You wouldn't. Nobody would believe this if it was a made up movie. You know, a Lifetime movie, you'd go, please, that's stupid even for them. Mm -hmm. In earlier email exchanges that same month, she called Biden a progressive, uh, a passive aggressive Mm -hmm. a-hole, and Hunter advised her to focus on your sobriety. Loving. I love you. He's somebody who's going to tell someone else to focus on their sobriety? (laughs) Now, that's funny. Now, that Uh that may be the the, uh, big takeaway here. That's incredible. Hunter Biden is giving out alcohol advice. Oh, my. I hope you have someone to turn to in bed in my brother's house and that that act of love can be for him or her or them and not a secret someone, he wrote to her. Jeez, what a... He's unbelievable. Yeah, he's, he's And don't feel as if you lost the two best men you or anyone could have ever dreamed of. Mm. I mean, it sounds like romance there. Doesn't it? To me. He's tender and romantic. As he as he types this out to his sister-in-law. <laughs> Who he's betting down. <sighs> Hunter revealed the details of his affair with Haley uh, in his 2021 memoir, Beautiful Things explaining that he and she started a relationship in 2016, about a year after his brother Bo died. Hunter said he successfully convinced his dad, now President Biden, to issue a statement condoning the affair in 2017 after he was initially reluctant to offer public support. Uh, but here's what Joe said in mm, a statement. Okay. We're, all luck- We're all lucky that Hunter and Haley have found each other. Is, there- is it Haley or Haley? Uh, have found each other as they were putting their lives together again after such sadness. They have mine and Jill's full and complete support, and we are happy for them. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's tender, like you said. What a dysfunctional group of people they That's are. touching. And uh, if you want to revisit uh, Barack mm. and Joe hanging out at the White House a few weeks ago. Uh, mm-hmm. we have I do. Okay, watch this. So you see him talking to him. No response from from Barack. <laughs> now he's looking confused. It's so weird. Okay, watch his lips. Talking to him again. Barack. 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 And now he's got his hand on his shoulder, screaming Barack. And he won't turn around. I mean, he's going three deep to reach into that crowd to shake hands uh, to to get to lean away from Joe. Does not acknowledge he's even alive. Nobody did. Nobody was going up to Joe. Nope. And now Oh, and Joe look at him is... look, looking on as Obama is talking oh to a group my. of people. Nobody's paying attention to him, so he walks off. That's almost sad. If I didn't dislike him so right. much. If the man wasn't destroying my children's yeah, future. Right. That would be fun. And the nation we love. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three.
Gray Unleashed. We are just talking about uh, Barack Obama's jealousy of Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> because Biden's destroying the country at a faster clip than he did. But it was fun. <laughs> but it was fun. Watching the video of him ignore Biden. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that was good. I love that. Just That was a feel-good video <laughs> of the year. I loved it. And, and, and from an unlikely source. Yeah. Joe, uh, Barack from Obama. Barack Obama. <laughs> The only other thing I've ever liked that he did, one, th- well, okay, there's two things. Okay. He was in favor of a college football playoff system, which we now have. <laughs> uh, but I wonder if he favors expanding it like I do. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing was the song. The song. We'll always have the song, Barack oh. and I. Yeah. Uh, Remember this? <laughs> so in love. <laughs> Six seconds. Okay. Six seconds. The, the only good six seconds out of eight years of his presence. <laughs> out of eight years, he had six good seconds. <laughs> that's that's all. Uh, uh, that's all he's got. So, uh, but well, like you said, always. Have but we'll always the have the song. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Joe Biden continues to um, to to pause the repayment of student loan debts. I mean, this is something he kind of promised because everybody was trying to outleft each other. Well, I, I'm going to give out, uh, I'm going to take $10,000 off of everybody's loan debt. Well, I'm going to take $20,000. Well, I'm going I'm to reduce it all. I'm going to take all, all of it away. Nobody has to pay anything ever. Okay. So they were battling back and forth like that. And uh, Biden recently extended the federal student loan payment pause again uh, until August, Mm. which constitutes the seventh extension since March 20th, uh, March 2020. Mm -hmm. The extension buys time for the administration to decide whether to to make taxpayers (laughs) pay off all $1.45 trillion of student debt. Why why should we? Why should taxpayers take care of that? Why? Of course the answer is we shouldn't. I mean that's absolutely outrageous. Right? That yeah, okay, everybody else gets to pay for their I mean they chose to get this debt, to take on this debt so that they could what? Probably make more money in the future. Well, and okay, then pay off your debt. Everyone needs reliable transportation to get to work am i right mm-hmm. yeah so if you have a car payment you're making you should ask the government look i i gotta get to work but i have this debt so can you can you make my car payment this month what do you think and next Maybe. and every month after that yeah let's do this as the midterms are fast approaching the next several months will be crucial for the administration some democrats believe biden's pause is too moderate and they've reignited calls for massive loan cancellations but what they miss is that the student loan pause is already forcing u.s taxpayers to absorb college debt Mm -hmm. oh isn't that wonderful isn't that great i appreciate this breakdown from the federalist really explaining it like this it's the natural consequence of two factors the zero percent interest rate on federal loans during the pause and rapid inflation. The 0% interest rate already costs taxpayers a substantial amount due to the uh, due to the significant default rates on student loans. But rapid inflation, which was 8.5% in March, compounds the effects of the interest rate. 
borrowers benefit from inflation because their loans become worth significantly less than their original value. Mm -hmm. In other words, just as inflation devalues your savings, it also devalues your debt. Hmm. (laughs) And when inflation is high, that devaluation occurs at a rapid pace. Each extension results in higher losses to taxpayers due to the loan devaluation. And the borrowers can reduce their debts simply by deferring payments. Mm -hmm. This is convenient Mm -hmm. for student loan borrowers. But it is by no means fair to other Americans who struggle just as much with rising inflation. Yep. Not only does the pause provide special privileges to people who took out loans to attend college, it also forces those who did not take out such loans, like, I don't know, me! And many of you, uh, it also forces those who didn't take out such loans to foot the bill. Yeah. Isn't this fun? It's fun. <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah. No, I don't like it. Yeah. Like I said, pay my, make my car payment, please. Right. got to get to work. Yes, you do. It's, I mean, it's yeah, required. You do. And I love this meme that says it all right here. This is great. Adam, uh, bachelor degree in philosophy. <laughs> $100,000 student debt. Oh, no, Adam. Can't find a philosophy job. Adam, we could have told you this. <laughs> he can't find a philosophy job? Do you go to, I, like, monster.com and look under <laughs> philosophy? How does that even work? <laughs> uh, he believes people without college degrees are stupid. <laughs> okay, well, mm. screw you, Adam. Then there's Chris. Okay. Four-year paid apprenticeship. Uh, <laughs> no student debt. Right. Earns... annually. You go, Chris. And just disconnected Adam's electricity. (laughs) That's fantastic. I love it. I love that. Yeah. I love that. There's absolutely no reason other Americans should pay off people's college loan debt. There's no reason Yeah, but the joke's on Chris in that scenario because now Chris gets to pay, bail out Adam for his debt, his student loan debt. Right. In the end. Yeah. Adam did a little end around. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean... We are falling. Our society is just falling apart, and, and this is just an illustration of it. And we're supposed to be okay with paying off their college loan debt. We're supposed to be well. Yeah, right. that's the least we can do. They oh. went to college, right, and yeah. and inherited a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. Actually, we're the ones inheriting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the least I can do is pay it for them now. Have a heart. Don't you care about these people? Come on. God, it's just unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. No consequences. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More pack unleashed coming up. He's got no time for morons except Friday. It's Pat Gray unleashed. Got some tweets here. Tubby McTub Tubs <laughs> tweets. <laughs> April twenty fifth, the day democracy was revived. All right. Toothpaste words. Will the left turn on SNL for being anti-mask, mm. or will the narrative change? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Proud 1776-er. Wait, Pat, you're obviously forgetting Obama's prowess on the basketball court mm. and the pitcher's mouth. Oh, yeah, he's good. The men's an elite athlete. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> look, at look at that. Garbage. <laughs> garbage throw, man. Oh, uh, so bad. <laughs> that is wor- so bad. He tried the corner and missed. You couldn't even try to be that no. bad if you're a man. No. I'm right-handed. If I'm left-handed, if I throw it left-handed, I throw it better than that. Right. Oh, I just, just... And women, you could throw better than that without even trying to. I mean, this is... Yeah. 
That's not even real. <laughs> Mrs. Boots Boots tweets, I couldn't forget to, I, I couldn't afford to go to college, but yeah, let me pay for others to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for others who have gone, by the way. And many of them went through all four years and accumulated mm-hmm. huge debt and went to really nice universities like Harvard or Yale. And now they're whining about their debt. You didn't have to go to Harvard or Yale. You didn't have to. You didn't have to go to a, a college that's $40,000 a year. You didn't have to do that. But you chose to. These these people are whining about their college, their student debt. I mean, there were alternatives. There really are. I mean, people used to, back in the day, actually work before college, like during their high school years, save that money, mm. and then use it. Uh, at college. That's how that To works? pay for college. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that worked. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, that's unthinkable now. I don't even hear anybody mention that as a possibility. If you're planning to go to college, can't you also plan to pay for it? Mm, I know people who did that. So... Yeah, so these are the people who... The government has said you can stay on your parents' insurance until what? 26. 26? Is that mm-hmm. what it is? 26. All right. So, I mean, they're, they're not expecting to have to make responsible life choices at such an early age. Mm-hmm. I can't be expected to understand how to add and subtract. <laughs> the economics of paying for college, yeah. I, I can't, can't be expected to do that. Uh, Swank Think tweets a reality show of the Biden family couldn't even be aired on any network or streaming service due to violating multiple FCC regulations. Mm -hmm. It's probably true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Russia told the world not to underestimate the considerable risks of nuclear war that it said it wanted to reduce. Uh, Oh, okay. Russia is trying to reduce those risks. I see. And warned that conventional Western weapons were legitimate targets in Ukraine. According to Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, the risks are now considerable. I would not want to elevate those risks artificially. Many would like that. Really? <laughs> who who would like the risk of nuclear war elevated? <laughs> I don't I don't think there's a single person on this planet. The danger is serious, real, he said, and we must not underestimate it. I like how they're they're like pushing that off on everybody else. Hey, you guys are really increasing the risk that we're going to use nukes over here. <laughs> really? Lavrov had been asked about the importance of avoiding World War III and whether the current situation was comparable to the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, a low point, of course, in U.S.-Soviet relations. Russia had lost its last hope to scare the world off supporting Ukraine. Ukraine's foreign minister, Dmitro Uliba wrote on Twitter after Lavrov's interview, this only means Moscow senses defeat. Mm. Hopefully this guy isn't in Russia right now as he's tweeting these things. Oh, it's Ukraine's foreign minister. Yeah, he's not in Russia. Uh, During a visit to Kiev on Sunday, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin promised more military aid, of course. Talked about that yesterday for Ukraine. It's getting dangerously close now to $4 billion worth. I don't know when that stops or if it ever does. Lavrov said NATO, in essence, is engaged in a war with Russia through a proxy 
and is aiming that proxy. War means war. Um, well, yeah. I mean, we are in a proxy war right now with Russia. Russia's two-month-old invasion of Ukraine, the biggest attack on a European state since 1945, has left thousands dead or injured, reduced towns and cities to rubble, and forced over 5 million people to flee abroad. The death toll, they say, for Russia's troops is over 20,000 now. Whoa. I mean, I see that pretty consistently, that people are reporting that 20,000 figure. So, I... Either they bought into the propaganda of the, of Ukraine, or it's real. I I don't know which, but I I think they've they've lost so many that uh they've admitted it's a really serious war that they're going through right now, and that they've taken a beating, and and their military war machine has taken a beating. Moscow, Moscow calls its actions a special operation to disarm Ukraine and protect it from fascists. Huh. Isn't that nice of them? Mm-hmm. Ukraine and the West say this is a false pretext, uh, obviously. United States is due to host an expected gathering of more than 40 countries this week for Ukraine-related defense talks that will focus on arming Kiev. Uh, and I guess arming them further because we've already armed them. Meanwhile, Russian security services, this is really bizarre. Russian security uh, services on Monday were accused of staging a Ukrainian assassination attempt by releasing photos of confiscated copies of the Sims video games that some speculate were mistaken by Kremlin officers for Sim cards. <laughs> Wait, what is, what, what now? They've got this photo. I should have sent the photo in uh, for a full screen. Um, they they busted into these guys' apartment uh, and confiscated a whole bunch of stuff that they had in there. And some of the stuff they, they laid out on a table and photographed it. And it was the Sims video game. Oh, my gosh. So people think... Do the Russian intelligence think those are Sim cards? Is that what they think instead of the Sims video game? This is are awesome. they that stupid? That is awesome. <laughs> is that incredible? I mean, that is not nearly as smart as I thought you were. Right, that's a Saturday Night Live bit, is it not? Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. The FBS claimed to recover an improvised explosive device, eight improvised incendiary devices of the Molotov cocktail type, six pistols, a sawn-off hunting rifle, an RGD-5 grenade, more than a thousand cartridges of various calibers, drugs, fake Ukrainian passports from would-be assassins, and The Sims video game. I'm looking at this picture. Uh Uh-huh. I don't see SIM cards. No. At all. No. It's just The Sims, right? It's the video game. I know! Russia... Look at that. Okay, so they did find some Nazi paraphernalia, or I don't know if they planted that on these guys, but look at what's there. And and the Sims. The Sims. Video game. (laughs) This is unbelievable. That is is awesome. Could Russia be any worse than they are at this? Honestly. I I don't know. I can just see future Biff hitting uh, 1955 Biff saying, you idiot. Exactly. (laughs) 
I said sim cards. Yeah. What not, are you doing? Not the Sims video game. Oh. oh, God. Is it possible the FSB is that stupid? I guess it is. I mean, I've been shocked, really shocked in the last two months over how bad Russia has conducted this war. So, I mean, we've how talked inept about they are. This, this ridiculous world we live in. We live in the world of idiocracy. There may be benefits, though. Yeah. There may be benefits. Yeah. Where if Russian special forces confuse the Sims video game <laughs> for Sim cards. <laughs> I know. Awesome. Come on. <laughs> this, is, this is a great tweet. Classic saboteur checklist. Explosives? Check. Guns? Check. <laughs> mein Kampf? Check. Nazi flag? Check. The Sims expansion pack? Check, check, check. <laughs> the Sims 3 this is video great. game? Check. This is... Maybe the most damning evidence of all. <laughs> it's <laughs> so awesome. great. It's really, that's amazing. That's good stuff. Uh, no wonder they've lost 20,000 troops. If this is as intelligent as they are. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Wow. Uh, all right. The University of Waterloo. Waterloo. <laughs> there you go. Couldn't escape if I wanted to. Uh, they announced an opening for a tenure track position last month that is only available to, quote, qualified individuals who self-identify as women, transgender, non-binary, or two-spirit, unquote. Can you, is that legal to do? Hello? I mean, this is Canada, I thought right? you didn't discriminate. Oh, okay, yeah, Canada. Maybe it is legal in Canada. In the United States, that would just be flat out illegal. They're would, only, would only, yeah, well, <laughs> Who knows? should be. Uh, you have to self-identify as a woman, transgender, non-binary, or two-spirit. Uh, how hard would it be to identify right. as two-spirit? Uh, yeah, I got two spirits inside me. Yeah. So, so yeah. when do I start? The other spirit doesn't come out that much, but uh, sometimes it does. I mean, um, I can't control it. Can't control Sorry. it. Sorry. So... I can't show you right now, yeah. but I am two-spirit. I identify as two-spirit. <laughs> I'm the uh, 2S in LGBTQIA2S+. Yep, yep, right. plus. yep that, that's me, right? That's me. Right that's there me. on your little... Right there at the end. Yeah. I, I'm a little pissed <laughs> that my 2S is at the very end yeah. of all of those letters. Because yeah. <laughs> what am I, the least of them? What's the name of your second spirit, though? Uh, uh, Susie. Susie? Yeah, Susie. So, wow. <laughs> hey, tell, tell, us, tell us a little bit about Susie. If you're going to work here. Uh, she's like... shy. She doesn't like to be talked about. So I better not. Does she ever come out and introduce herself? Not. Or can, she, can Sometimes, she come out now and say hello? But again, I can't control it. So I don't know if she'll do that or not. But Well, that's disappointing. We'd mm -hmm. like to meet Susie before this interview. Is I right? know. It'd be great. It'd be great if she'd come out. But Yeah, sure would. Dang it. You know, <laughs> it's like that. It's like that... Uh, Moon Knight thing on Disney right now. Oh, wait, now. now hang on now. Some of us are a little behind. Okay, so let's Well, but just, you've seen that there's seen the somebody in there, right? Seen the first episode. Yeah, okay. All okay. Right. It's good. I like it. Spoiler alert, there's two people in that body. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but one of them's not named Susie, though. No, okay. no, no. They're both boys. Okay. So I don't know if that qualifies as 2S. Now, keep I don't in know. mind, that was created by Disney before... Uh, <laughs> Their their latest uh, adventures. So oh yeah. So the right. next time they do it, it'll be Susie will be in there. Right. 
The university's Faculty of Environment is seeking applicants with experience in geographer, uh, geography, earth science, environmental science, or sustainability to join as the Nat- Natural Science and Engineering Research Council Tier oh. 2 Canada Research Chair. Oh, that's perfect for Susie. <laughs> you know anything about Susie, she's all about oh, all research. All about and all of those things that I just read. Whatever you read. There. Yeah. Applicants are asked to fill out a self-identification form to ensure... Oh, that'd be fun. ...that they fall into one of the four categories. Oh, that would be so much fun. Talking about Susie on your form there? Wouldn't it? (laughs) Our world's insane. In order to address the underrepresentation of individuals from equity-deserving groups among our Canada research chairs... Equity-deserving groups. Jeez. The West has fallen. Because this is a special opportunity for a specific member of the four designated groups, applicant self-identification information will be used for the purposes of screening and consideration. Mm. Huh. Mm. All right. Susie, so, now's your chance to shine here. Here we go. Even though the University of Waterloo is a public institution <clears throat> that prohibits discrimination based on gender... <sighs> It can implement special programs under the Ontario Human Rights Code. There we go. That are designed to help people who experience hardship, economic disadvantage, inequality, or discrimination. Looking at you, Susie. In this case, those who self-identify as women, transgender, non-binary, or two-spirit. Now, here's what two-spirit is Oh, we get a definition of two-spirit? An actual definition. Okay. Two-spirit is a gender variant that derives from Native American culture. Hmm? I'm sorry. The person inside me is is Susie and the Banshees. <laughs> Does that qualify as Native American then? Wait, wait a minute. Hold on a second. <laughs> so if you're two-spirit, you are culturally appropriating. Oh, wow. Uh, hello. Wow, yeah. I don't care for this. Now Now I'm not in. Now I don't Two like it. Spirit is a gender variant mm. that's derived from Native American culture, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Traditionally, Native American two-spirit people were male, female, and sometimes intersexed individuals who combined activities of both men and women with traits unique to their status as two-spirit people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, so we need kind of complicated. We need people to protest. Huh. We need like Native Americans should be protesting this job opening. Yeah, and the cultural appropriation and, of yeah. their two spirit. I don't care for that. Yeah, I so, don't care for it either, Keith. This is not right. So don't be stealing Native Americans two spirit thing. Mm-mm. So would you say this hmm. is a case of like if this protest were to happen of liberals? Eating their own? Yeah. Liberals eating their own. Yeah, I think that's what would happen. That's what right? I would say. Yeah. It's liberals eating their own. <laughs> so uh, uh, <laughs> Rob chimes in uh, from the other room, and uh-huh. he, he wonders if uh, that's not Susie that is uh, the inside of you as your second spirit. Mm. Then may- maybe it's Rhonda Locklear after all. Oh, yeah, from the Lumbee tribe. Yeah, so maybe uh, maybe that's what we got going on there, a little Rhonda Locklear. Is, right. Uh, Right, who, who said this. My name is Rhonda Locklear. Right. I'm from Pembroke. Pembroke. And I'm a member of the Lumbee Tribe yeah. of North Carolina. Okay. okay. She could be two-spirit. I have uh-huh. two children. Two children. And like any mother, mother. I want the best for my boys. Of course you do. Jacob, Jacob my oldest, uh, is a transfer student to mm-hmm. UNC Pembroke. Pembroke. And Isaac is in the eighth grade at wow. Pembroke Middle School. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like most families. Sure. 
across the state mm -hmm. who either don't have access to high-speed internet okay. who, or who can't afford it. We mm -hmm. were stuck with dial-up service in our home oh. until two months ago. Just two months ago. No. Well, two months and 13 years ago. This is my family, my <laughs> sons in particular, at a severe disadvantage. Yeah. Of course it has. Of course it has, Rhonda. Isaac Obviously. depends on the internet Tell us about his homework. Uh -huh. right. to complete his assignments, assignments for school. Oh, wow. Yeah, sure. He often uses the internet to work on reports, reports. projects, okay. projects, porn. Or often, at times, or often to just do research. At times. Just do research. Yeah. I watch him struggle, struggle. with the dial-up no. service. Oh, no. Not and Jacob. And I'm get frustrated. This is your frustrated. second spirit. Because he could not Speaking. move around Definitely. on the yeah. like he likes and couldn't, needed to couldn't do. Couldn't move around like he likes. Seemingly easy assignments to mm -hmm. took him hours to hours. complete. Isaac might could be, just be slow. You know what? Yeah, he just might be stupid. Right. Has she ever considered the fact that Jacob <laughs> is stupid? Look, learning disabilities. Uh, it's possible. I mean, that, those happen. Yeah, they do. They do. And sometimes... Kids are just stupid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Kids are just, <laughs> has she had Jacob and Isaac? Tested. Has she had what? him tested? Either one of them. Jacob or Isaac. I don't know. It's heartening to watch. Oh, sure. <laughs> Isaac got very upset. Oh, no. Discouraged. Discouraged. And frustrated. And frustrated. Because he could not do what he needed to do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. As a mother, As a mother, it breaks my heart. It does. And causes me to feel... That I have failed him. Well, you have. In some way. Frankly, you just have. Okay. What a terrible mother. Terrible mother. I'm sorry. Pathetic. Up until two months ago. Yeah. You know, in in 13 years, uh, they didn't have dial-up. I mean, they just had dial-up. Mm -hmm. They didn't have high-speed internet. That's unconscionable. So she <laughs> should feel like a failure, because she is one. Am I right? Who's with me on that? Uh huh. Now. Uh, the government did come through with oh, a thank goodness. $20 million program mm -hmm. to get them high-speed internet to the Lumbee tribe. And so everything's fine, I hope, with Jacob now. Yeah. Her oldest. Not frustrated. Jacob. Her oldest is probably not frustrated now. Or they, frustrated. You know what else they didn't have? Members of the Lumbee tribe? They didn't have uh, student debt. Tell you that. <clears throat> That's right. Right? Okay. Okay. Just saying. So 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 Susie's been kicked out of your body. It's now uh, mm -hmm. Rhonda Locklear is residing in you for, exactly. this, for this job in Canada. And that's why I feel frustrated. Because I can't I, I can't determine when Rhonda comes out and when she doesn't. You know? So I think that you know, Rhonda, the spirit of Rhonda mm -hmm. Locklear lives in all pet heads. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think I think so. I think we're all <laughs> Two spirit, because we're always. You uh -huh. can't say the word frustrated in a conversation without oh, thinking of no, her. That's for sure. Oh, that. and, and many times the word mother. It the just, mother, mother, oldest, <laughs> oldest Noel, my oldest Jacob. <laughs> oh boy! All right. The things this show just uh, it just infiltrates in your brain mm -hmm. and just beats to death <laughs> for years. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi will appear in the drag queen show, oh, good. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Nice. <clears throat> According to Paramount Plus, the show premieres May 20th, follows previous drag competition winners in a tournament of champions. <laughs> wow, they got a tournament of champion drag queens. Well this we've got to see, don't we? Mm -hmm. The Hill reported all of this, uh, and Pelosi apparently appeared in a commercial for the show for only a few seconds where she's seen asking, 
can I get an amen? Oh, jeez. Which is, of course, of course uh, one of the host's iconic lines. It won't be the first appearance for Pelosi on the show. She was also on RuPaul's Drag Race in 2018. Oh, sounds like somebody's scrambling to show <clears throat> up her base. Uh, right. This idea of people believing in themselves, being themselves, taking pride in themselves is not just a lesson for politicians, but for everyone in the country. And that's why I was so excited and couldn't resist being on the show, Pelosi said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good stuff. You're an inspiration. I hope you know because you really know your power, Pelosi told the drag queens. It's about taking pride, and that's what you do. Take pride in yourselves. Hmm. Huh. Now, uh, if you're not a drag queen, you can't take pride in yourself. Hmm? Yeah, if you don't go to pride parades and things, if you're, for instance, heterosexual or cisgendered, you can't be proud at all. I mean, that's that's discriminatory and uh, hateful if you have any pride. So... Hmm. Just what? don't forget that part. That stinks. Yeah. What about the two-spirit? Can they have pride? Yes. Okay. Two-spirit can have pride. Just checking. Some considered Pelosi's 2018 appearance on the show to be a publicity stunt. No. As, well, no. <laughs> as former President Donald Trump tried to block transgender people from serving in the military. Mm. Trump's rule went into effect in 2019, but was repealed, of course, by the Biden administration. Because mm. uh, boy, because when I think defenders <clears throat> of freedom and defenders of liberty, you gotta have your I, trans population. I think of, a, of that, a transgender right? sharpshooter yeah. perched on a right on a hillside. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, exactly. <clears throat> okay, coming up in a few minutes, mm. we'll be doing the uh, we'll be doing the overtime show. Go to uh, uh, blazetv.com/pat. Enter the keyword, the promo code. Hat, and you'll save $10 mm. off your sub for a whole year. Okay? So that's awesome. We'll be seeing you on Overtime. Plus, be back here again tomorrow. And we'll, on Overtime today, cover this Al Gore oh. uh, meme that has been <laughs> making the rounds. I like it. Yeah, we'll tell you about that coming up.